Hello, everybody. Welcome to the first episode of 2021's Lounging with Leash. We're back in the proverbial saddle, if you will. And we have the world's first, the world's best ever podcast guest on with us today, Miss Allie. Thanks for having me. Yay. I, I feel like I introduced you like a kindergarten teacher, Miss Allie. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was, I, I put it on my Instagram story earlier, but I'm like, how have I never thought to have a guest before? And then, of course, Allie popped in my mind, one of my best friends on the planet. And I was like, would you want to do this? She's like, duh. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I guess I hadn't thought about it either, but I'm quite honored to be the first guest of Lounging oh, with Leash. Thank you so much. I know it's like, so like, if, if you haven't listened to Lounging with Leash before, I started this whole podcast as like a, literally a reason to get out of bed because quarantine was like so monotonous. And I'm like, how am I going to just like get excited? And like, quite honestly, to like actually do my hair sometimes, not always, but you know, <laughs> a reason to get dressed. And so that like, went for a while and I was pretty good about it. And then I was like, we'll see how long this goes. And then it kind of fell off. And then I was like, oh, I feel like um, I was listening to, it was probably Jared Fried's podcast, let's be real, cause that's one of my favorite, but <laughs> it was like, they were talking about something and I was like, oh, I would really want like Allie and I to talk about like this on a podcast where it's like you and I riff. Cause I love listening to people who, um, like, you know, are just themselves and it's not like super produced like NPR podcasts, which there's a place for that, but you know. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, so just real life, man. And like, this could be because like where I am in my life right now, but I like listening to people who feel like they could be my friends. And I'm like, oh, yay, I'm not alone. <laughs> I will admit, cause you know, there are, um, I know you have your podcast you're obsessed with and you, you know, I have a few of mine as well. And I was making a list of things that I want to do before I die and hosting a dinner party with some of the podcasters I'm obsessed with is on the list. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Wait. So who are you obsessed with? I mean, I think I know, but maybe I don't know all of them. Well, I mean, armchair expert with Dax Shepard is my, my go-to. So I'd want to have Dax and then his co-host Monica. And I'd probably want to have Kristen Bell because when she is there, there's like a whole dynamic and, um, I love them. And so I, I, I want to have them at a dinner party and some of their friends. Cause I don't know if you ever listened to Monica and Jess love boys, which was like an offshoot podcast. I think you did. I think I listened to a couple. Yeah. You did send me that. So Jess could come and now they're <laughs> doing a podcast where they talk with this um, New Zealand reporter where they talk about conspiracy theories. And so he could come and we could just have like a armchair extravaganza podcast dinner that's a great idea and like didn't you was it Colorado you went to go see them or something like that yeah live show in Colorado and we saw them in San Francisco dude that is the dream like let's manifest that because I not only do I want to have dinner with those fools I want I want to have live shows like come on <laughs> like yeah scrubbing in I did um a podcast about those girls earlier last year and then Jared like a lot of these podcasters turn it into like this live event thing yeah and I'm like freaking so smart I guess Jared does like his 
stand-up, does he also just do question and answer type situation? Good point. Um, he, uh, yeah, he does stand-up, but then he's also on another podcast called You Up. Mm -hmm. um, and that's him and Jordana did a live show tour kind of thing. And it was similar, okay. but it was like at bars and they would do dating app makeovers and like answer okay. questions. Yeah, it was really cool. So I'm like, I feel like there's this like weird new, um, I don't even know if you would call it an industry, but kind of, you know, mm -hmm. like yeah. Kat and Matt, those like crazy moms, they did that. Kristen or Kristen, Caitlin Bristow, the former bachelorette, she did that. Like, yeah, it's just so cool. I know it could totally be a thing. I mean, that could be, that could be your job. Let's manifest it. All right. So today though, um, I kind of teased that we would be talking about motivation and we were joking that like, we're going to do a whole podcast on inspiration and motivation from two people who like don't actually have it nearly as much as we want it. <laughs> and are about to like, I, at the time I was about to make hash browns and I was laying on my bed. So it really wasn't like I was super motivated at the time. But we want it. And I feel like we're always open to trying different things. <laughs> That's right. I'm like, the fact that I'm eating is like a win today. Like, you know, sometimes you just got to cross off the small things. It's totally the wins. Yeah. Um, but that day we were talking about that. I found um, a podcast. Okay. So here's where you guys, if you guys want to write this down, you can. So Laura Belgray is her name and she started a company called Talking Shrimp and her Instagram is Talking Shrimp NYC. And I guess, because I guess someone already had stolen just regular talking shrimp. So she added the NYC. Um, but anyway, so she was a copywriter for years and years and became really well known for writing for like the Marie Forleo lady or like, you know, all these big brands and big names. And she got to a point where she's like, I kind of would rather be known for me as opposed to like, oh, she writes for Cosmo or whatever. I don't remember all of the places, but, mm -hmm. um, and so she was on this podcast because I've been following her. I have to give credit where credit is due. So my cousin, Christine is the one who introduced me to her and she, um, she's a copywriter. So it was kind of like from the marketing angle, I followed her, but she's just really clever. And her Instagram is really interesting. It's like, whenever you see her stuff, it's not like just the normal, like you scroll by and you don't even know what it was. You know what I mean? Yeah. It like makes you stop and be like, what is this? Like, first of all, it's a shrimp. So like, it doesn't make any sense, which I love. <laughs> yeah. Well, you told me about her the other day. So I added her on Instagram and she's already had some, some really good posts. And now that I understand the marketing inside of things, everything is like very pretty, which, you know, I love. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I could see it. I haven't listened to the podcast yet though. Try it. Yeah, so she was on this girl. I don't even know. Apparently, it's a popular podcast, Jasmine Stars podcast, and she had her like share all these things, and she came like super prepared and all this stuff, and I was really impressed. And like, she has like these tips and tricks and lead magnets and all this normal marketing stuff. But then what I really loved, this was like mind blowing to me, and it was like, you know, you probably heard like this quote that's like, don't let great be or perfect be the enemy of great or something like that where it's basically like don't be a perfectionist like get shit done or something like that 
progress over perfection. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all those okay, things. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, it's true. Like, sometimes you can, like, labor and labor and labor and just, like, never do it, you know? So she gave a real-life example, which I freaking love. She's, like, because her thing, one of her Vs, she has three Vs, was, like, velocity, right? And that meant speed to get the thing done. And um, she gave this example of this, uh, it was some guide to something where she's like, normally I would have, you know, really perfected it, put it in a PDF, put it on my website with like a gated content thing and made people download it and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, nope, this time I just shared like a really foul and ugly Google doc and literally sent a Google doc link. And I was like, get out of town. Like, <laughs> you can do that. Like, <laughs> and she's like, it's kind of cool because now you know how Google docs work. It's like, you can see all the people who are like in it at the same time. And like, yeah. And it just got me thinking like someone who is like well-respected has a huge following as like, whatever, I'm going to send on Google Doc, I'll worry about making it pretty later. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Love it. She's just getting her shit out there. Yeah, so like it inspired me to, so I um, I didn't have a website for this podcast. Um, and at one point I was like, I should make a website. And then, you know, you start down the path and you're like, oh, I got to buy the domain and I got to make it like no ads and I want it to be perfect. And, I went, and so today I was like, you know what? whatever. I'm going to have ads. I don't care. So I, I already had the leash.com and I just like published, like I worked on it for 30 minutes and I was like, this is as good as it's going to get for now. Cause it's better than nothing. Right. Yes. What? I'm going to have to look at it. I love that. Literally you published it like 30 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> of course you did. At first I was going to say, I've never thought about creating a website. I guess I've had to for work and things like that, but I love that you're, these are the things you think about. Well, yeah, and that was part of her thing. So, like, uh, trying to, it was interesting how she framed it, like, being everywhere. And you could, she even put on her website, it's like building authority. And, like, so when someone comes and finds you and they see, oh my God, this girl has a podcast and she has a website and she has this and she has that, it just, you just automatically assume they know what they're talking about. <laughs> like, I'm going to do that. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> right well and so you're like I didn't really introduce you and you can do how do whatever bio you want but like you're in real estate right and so you've had to switch up like how you have used your Instagram or at least that's what I've noticed in your Facebook and stuff like that so like you know yes um but I'm not necessarily in real estate and good at the marketing aspect of it there's so much that's changing all the time. And actually there's some people I should send you to follow just because I think you would find them um, humorous. And I feel like they're killing it on like the video and all the content and all that stuff. So, uh, but I have switched up and I do want to try to engage a little bit more with the social media, but mm -hmm. it's, you know, it does. It makes people see, cause they say now, especially you know, like our generation, when they're going out looking for houses, they look up their agents on social media before they even speak to them. So it's not a lie. That is yeah. not a lie. Yeah, it's kind of weird to think about or like even like, you know, 
especially with COVID, and I've complained about this before, probably not on this podcast, but like, you know, when you're like thinking about going to a restaurant or you want to order from place and you're like, but I don't know if they're open or like what their deal is, or like what the menu and the hours, like I pretty much only go to Instagram because I'm like, that's going to be the most recently updated yeah. stuff. But how yeah. wild is that? That now that's the place we go. Seriously. It's, it's crazy. Or like my mom, I mean, she would probably still get out the white pages, but for me, and it's, <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I do feel like, well, you know, I didn't even have Facebook until at some point during 2020 when my <laughs> boss was like, you have to have this. <laughs> like, really? <laughs> um, and I feel like you can really tell it. It's kind of sad when the, it's like a business page that just has like the very bare bones information. I'm like, this isn't even useful. Don't have it. <laughs> hey we all we all starting somewhere right it's better than not having it it is and because at least you can find them and verify that it's it's happening so yeah it doesn't say like alley like murderer it's (laughs) (laughs) somewhat legit (laughs) okay so something else she said that I was like really like it gave me chills okay so how did she write it? I wrote it down because I'm a nerd okay so she said um take the leap in assuming that you're someone's favorite person and she was talking about like people who are building personal brands but like they had this whole discussion about like how everything could be a personal brand at one point or another and hopefully you're not or you're just thinking really hard. Okay, you were frozen. I was like, oh no. Um, okay, good. Um, I was like, wow, she's thinking really hard for a very long time. Um, so well, you were making, you were giving verbally. Okay. Um, so good. she said, assume that you're the person's favorite. <laughs> Wait, what? Sorry. I think there's a delay now. Say something. <laughs> I'm good. I'm oh, okay. Is there a delay still? Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just like talking over you for fun. Um, no, but I thought that was pretty wild. So she's like, think of your fave, like one of the favorite people you follow or, um, you know, like to get information from and imagine if like they never shared and they never like let you into your life, like, or, or into their life, you'd be like mad because you love them so much. I'm like, very good point like I'm pretty sure I can't remember if you were the one who showed me Heather McMahon but I'm like if she stopped sharing I'd be pissed I don't know I do feel like there are a few people who and we talked about this before where I like save them up because I want to watch it when I can actually pay attention (laughs) (laughs) well yeah and when you know like you're like I'm gonna want to put like full attention like not on mute like just soak it in kind of a thing yeah yeah do you have other people like that besides Heather I know she's a good one um so I followed this girl named well her handle is paleo mg um and she's like a fitness fitness person she used to be like super strictly paleo but like you know she's things have changed she does fashion she, she does kind of like all the usual stuff, but she's fucking hilarious. And I want to be her friend. I feel like she, we would 
get along with her very well. And you will, um, she has a Frenchie named Jackson. So, you know, commonality of the, all the love of Frenchie. Frenchie gang. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I love her. I love Heather. Um, I'm trying to Wait, think. what was it? Paleo MG, like the letter M? Yeah, so like paleo, but then it's like OMG. So it's oh. paleo, paleo MG. Cute. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She's very funny. I feel like you have like the corner. <laughs> I don't know how to describe it, but like you're so in tune with like healthy eating and lifestyle stuff that I'm like, if I wanted to actually be better about it, I would go to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> oh yeah, of course. And like, um, I was just, I got an Instapot for Christmas. I'm like, Allie, what should I make? Like, I feel like you have that on lockdown, not lockdown, on like lock. I cook all of my meals in it. I can't say enough good things about the Instant Pot. Like I, cause I held out for a long time too. And I was like, oh, all these, all these people have this thing. Like, why do you need it? You can just whip up anything. Yep. Okay, so what are your favorite ones and like, how long are we talking? Cause like, I've only done like one or two and I still feel like I don't know what I'm doing, but. How long are the, do the recipes take or how long do yeah. they make it? Um, so the thing is it does take a little bit longer to pressurize. So you, you have to always have that in your, in your sort of mind because like, so sweet potatoes, for example, I don't know if you've ever roasted a sweet potato in the oven, but it takes mm-hmm. four fucking ever. Yeah. And a lot of times, as you know, I'm impatient. And so like part of it will still be like a little hard and crunchy and it just, it's not good. So you pop those babies in the instant pot, put a little water and I don't look up however long you have to cook it for. I usually just do a quick Google, but it will take like 10 minutes to pressurize and then whatever the cook time is. Um, But perfection, just perfect. Wait, do you put them in whole? Yeah. Oh my God. Like you poke a few little holes in them, kind of like if you were doing it. Did you did you ever make baked potatoes in the microwave? My parents used to do that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I do like poking them. It's kind of satisfying. Yeah, so poke them a little bit, put them in there, put a little water because you don't want it to like, it needs the steam and it, you don't want it to be like super dry. Um, and then um, I feel like you just put it on manual mode for, I want to say like 13-ish minutes or something like that which would normally take 45 minutes to an hour in the oven. Um, But I really like cooking rice in it. It's basically kind of like a rice cooker. It seems just to go so fast. I love to make soups and stews. I, well, the chicken fajita recipe that I sent you is one of my faves. Um, I mean, I love, I cook chicken in it all the time now because I used to hate cooking chicken because it's one gross and so you can saute turn it on saute put like some olive oil and stuff in there then cook up your chicken throw some seasonings on it and it just is I mean chicken is done in eight minutes okay that is something I did not know and I feel like I don't know why instapot instant pot didn't like do a better job at this but the fact that it has a saute I was like, whoa, what the hell? I didn't it's, know. I know. It's such a, it, I use it all the time. It's a, it's a fabulous function. Cause you know, too, when you're making like, 
I don't know when you make spaghetti, if you're making like a, a bolognese or meat sauce, I can saute and like cook up all the meat and the onions and garlic in it and then put the sauce in there too and do the whole shebang. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, so that that blew my mind because I was like, oh, that's cool because then you don't have to get like eight pots dirty. You can just use like the one. I know, it's amazing. I have an idea. I should pitch it to Instant Pot. Like they need to have an Instagram that's like in the voice of an Instant Pot that's like, look at me go, I can saute. <laughs> that um, would really speak to me. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I don't know which one you got. We just ended up getting a new one recently due to some things. Uh, but there's a button on it that says porridge. And I want to know one, who uses it? And two, what is porridge? Like Goldilocks, probably. I know. <laughs> I tried to make oatmeal with the porridge button and it went poorly. But, um, <laughs> you know, what are you going to do? <laughs> I don't know. I All I know is that I'm on the hunt for the manual because mine, for whatever reason, did not come with the little booklet. And so, yeah, so I'm extra in the dark about what the porridge button means. But I might be able to hook you up with that. I might, I might be able to have a helping hand with the with the booklet. <laughs> oh my god, that's awesome! Okay, cool. so instant pot is really good stuff. And what was the other? Um, okay, so paleo OMG or paleo OMG. Um, and then that made me think of, okay, so this is really dumb, but kind of funny. And I'm not, it's not dumb, but I like it. Um, so <laughs> I have like started doing or been doing basically since quarantine, like what I'm calling like bits because I'm a comedian clearly, um, on my Instagram, it's personal. So only for the select few, we're all like, it used to be like, I was reporting from the duck pond about, you know, the hatchlings and whatnot. And then from time to time, I would have like a skit between my dog and I and about how she really needs to get a job because she's just such a loaf. And um, now it's like I'm hopefully going to be promoted to the Neighborhood Watch um, program because that's really fun. But so then the other day I had the idea, and this is along with the Instapot thing. I'm like, I post a lot about my dog, Roxy, as you know, and I'm like, Okay, everyone has an Instagram for their dog. Okay, nothing special here. And then I was like, whoa, what if I make an Instagram in Roxy's voice, like from her point of view? <laughs> oh, yes. Could you get her like a little um, camera or something that could be on her and like she could be bop around? Oh my God, that's a really cute idea. Because I love her. <laughs> And then you do like, you like voiceover on it. And <laughs> yeah. Okay. So yeah, that, this is great. I love that because, so I, I did start it. It's at Roxy Pup Life. And the funny thing is it's because of freaking Laura Belgrade. Cause she's like, you know, you don't need to wait till perfection. Just do it. So I was like, I had an old Instagram handle that I had and I hadn't really used it. So I just changed it to Roxy Pup Life. Like deleted the 10 posts that sucked and just Perfect. left, whatever. Perfect. So, but now when I think about, cause I'm always thinking like, not always, but sometimes I'll be like, oh, I want to post about Roxy, but like my feed is all Roxy, right? So I can just put some of that content over on her page. Yes. I because also, I mean, I love this. I love, especially her narrative um, because it would be like 
her viewpoint, but yet she can't see. So you're going to do her internal process of what's happening. Yeah. The way I introduced it was like, mom, I finally got a job. I started my own Instagram. You're going to be so proud of me. Like, <laughs> I haven't posted yet today. I think I did it yet. Was it yesterday or the day before? I don't know, but she has a lot to say. So I'm sure. And I can't <laughs> wait to hear it all. And wouldn't that be so funny if like my joke of her getting a job actually winds up getting like she's like doing pup sponsorships and shit. <laughs> Manifest it. Isn't that what we were saying? I will have a dinner party with the armchair expert and Roxy's going to get a job. I think those are two great goals for the new year. <laughs> well, what's funny is I think where this all, well, not all, but part of where this came from was my, my post at the end of last year was um, like recapping my, my New Year's. And I had said something like, next year, I'm just going to throw a party where we pretend like we're getting ready to go somewhere and then never go anywhere. <laughs> well, that happened. And I'm like, what else can I manifest? So in my post yeah. this year, I was joking. I was literally joking like, Maybe this year Roxy will get a job and I'll be promoted to neighborhood watch president. And then, um, what was my last one? I don't know, something else. And then I was thinking about it, I'm like, what if like this actually has power in like the manifestation? <laughs> I feel like it's out there now. So you, you've, already, you've already put it out there. Yeah, and I wouldn't feel like, part of me didn't wanna, um, I always felt really weird about trying to profit off my dog. Like I never wanted to do that because it's weird. Um, but if it's literally her idea, I mean, I can't say her. <laughs> you know? Very true. Very true. In her way. And she decided she wants to get a job, so. Yeah. <laughs> um, do we need to talk more about this neighborhood watch? And, <laughs> and yeah. what's the process to be the of it you know what I should probably look into that because I don't really know um it started out like most things as a joke that I was like gonna watch the neighborhood because so I found out that one of my old co-workers lives down the street from me and I was joking to her like we should start a neighborhood watch and it was literally like off the cuff didn't really mean anything but then as I'm sitting here staring out the windows and looking at people and creeping like I always do I was like it kind of like came into being that that's what I was doing. And then I went on a walk and I saw like this old man going into his house and he had one of those old school like signs in the window that's like neighborhood watch. And I was like, oh yeah. I need, number one, I need one of those. And number two, <laughs> is this still a thriving organization? I don't even know. Well, do you have a, don't you have a ring or don't you have some sort of, do you have a ring doorbell? I have, yeah, I have an alarm system. Okay. Does it have a camera on it? Um, no, but it will, I will soon. Good, <laughs> uh, yes. Um, <laughs> um, okay. So if you get a ring doorbell, um, it has the camera on it and it like pops up on your phone. Well, as you know, our front door is like far back from the street. It doesn't face the street. So we got a 
light for the front of the house that has the ring camera on it. So when people walk up, it alerts you. Ooh. But it's almost, it kind of reminds me of like the, um, I don't know what it's called, next door. Kind of reminds me of next door because mm-hmm. you like put your neighborhood and then people will like post videos of like people breaking into cars or this or that. And then they like just put them on blast on the ring app. So um, I definitely yeah. think neighborhood watch is still in full effect. It just has a digital component now that is making them even more efficient. So yeah, this is good news. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to look into that for my neighborhood. The other thing I decided I wanted to do was, okay, so we're going back in time and I want like 4th of July to be like block party. I want like our whole street to just like shut down. And it's like, we're having a parade or we're doing it all like that's, And I want to start like the club or the commission or whatever it is to like really have my street be thriving, you know? I love that. <laughs> and maybe it already exists. And <laughs> they're like the new girls trying to take over, but I, I don't know. I feel like you'll know relatively quickly. And yeah, I'll start if it doesn't exist, them. you'll you'll implement immediately. <laughs> this girl has too much time on her hands. Like, so, so who's in charge of the parade? I know. <laughs> but like, how cool would that be? If like, I didn't ever think of this. Like, what if you could make your street like whatever you wanted it to be? You, you, I feel like you can. It's so crazy. Like, okay, this is the cutest thing. On Christmas, I got a little package on my doorstep that was like from one of my neighbors' homemade like candy pecans and they had out front of their house this little like nightstand thing that's like free candy pecans blah 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 I'm like this is the cutest thing ever it's very cute I love that I I feel feel like like this is neighborhood life we have some neighbors that have hosted social distant music music playing and a bunch of the neighbors go out and play music and sing Okay, I like that a lot. And you guys have, I mean, you already have a daily dog parade, so you're already there. It's very true. (laughs) Twice a day, dog parade. (laughs) And the backstory on that is, like, I was visiting Allie, and, like, I felt like, like, every five minutes, there's just, like, some happy couple or, like, somebody walking their dog. I'm like, what is with the dog parade going on? I I do think... Almost every house on our street has a dog, if not more than one dog. And um, they're all out and about and they play. Remy goes on play dates up and down the street. It's a beautiful thing. It is a beautiful thing. It is kind of funny. Like I give my mom shit for like, she'll talk about the neighbors like, oh, so-and-so did this and they're playing basketball. And like, she knows everything in their lives. And I'm like, oh my God, like you have nothing better to do. And then I am her. (laughs) it's so bad yeah but it's also kind of comforting isn't it now that you have neighbors and you know them yeah and I don't have to like make up stories anymore I mean I do but (laughs) (laughs) I never thought like this is like an uh, 
unexpected like perk. And then my other unexpected exciting thing is the garage. I'm like obsessed with my garage. I don't even know why or how this happened. What, like, tell me more about that. (laughs) I don't know where to start. (laughs) Do you like being in it? Do you like how it looks? Do you like its function? Like (laughs) being in it really like that. The function is really great. The looks part is like, yeah, but I think it's just something about like, I told my dad this. So like growing up, we had a garage, of course. And he had this big like pegboard up on the wall with like all of the crap, you know? Mm-hmm. And I mean, tools and supplies and stuff, but also crap. And like in my head, you know, this story, I think where it's like one of my like, what is the word for the, our three core values? Core this values, yeah. Exactly what you didn't even have to tell me. Like the, as soon as you said pegboard, this is what I thought of. You have such a good memory. So like I decided that one of my core values was resourcefulness because of this whole fact that if we ever need to fix anything or like something is broken in the house, my dad would go out to that damn pegboard that's full of crap and be like, well, here's the thing that like, and it was never like the right thing, but it kind of worked if you jimmied it with another thing and like, you know, and we could fix it or build it or whatever. And so now I have my very own pegboard and I'm like obsessed with like putting stuff on it and like, a workbench and I'm like organizing it and like putting my nails in the little things and like I, I just want it to be like I have all the supplies that's very exciting <laughs> so weird <laughs> uh, my grandpa had a pegboard and he had even like outlined the spots uh, where some things went but I feel like that might be too level. Like you might be adding to your pegboard, you may want to eventually reorganize it and then you're stuck. So I don't know. If that's, that's a very like, yeah, official. Um, I actually learned that at my first job where in manufacturing, like they would do that so that like they could be more efficient because everything had its home. Oh. And like, if it wasn't there, they'd be like, well, where is it? Blah, blah, blah. And, but it had like everything had its home. I do. So something that is, I love that. And I think that as I have, and you know, this journey, as I have like cleared out and become more of a minimalist, but not like a true minimalist, just less things. Cause I grew up in a household of a lot of things. Actually, when things have a place to go, I also put them away. Like, I think when there's too much stuff or you don't actually have a home for things, then of course you're going to leave them out and about. So. Oh, oh my God, that reminds me. Okay, this is really funny. So Nick Vial from The Bachelor, he's, I love him, but he's like very different. And he has hired this lady, Cindy, who's like this cute older gal, maybe like 60. And he's like her personal assistant, I think. But he's like started sharing her on his Instagram, which is genius because she's so cute. And so but it's like a little bit like mean because he like puts her on the spot and he's like, Cindy, what do you think? Like, what blah, blah, blah. And he'll be like, so what is your tip? And what, so she'll give tips from time to time. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm obsessed with the Cindy tips thing. And so she said that like, everything needs a home. And she's like, if it has a home, you'll put it back. Like that exact same thing. I swear to God. I love it. God, maybe I should do alley tips. 
<laughs> because not okay people like me who are like not super organized or like structured I love hearing stuff like that because then I'm like <laughs> I would have never thought of that on my own <laughs> uh, yeah I appreciate your guys's minds because I'm like yeah I need, I need this like or like I think it was my girlfriend Jasmine who was like oh yeah like on Sundays I go through and like think about like what I'm gonna eat during the week and like when I'm gonna go grocery shopping and I'm like <laughs> you do what <laughs> you gotta do your, you gotta do your meal plan for the week now, I, if I think through it for a day I'm like really proud of myself <laughs> I do feel like we've talked about this with your trips to the grocery store but you also like really enjoy that I do so Yes, yeah, it's true. But you would be proud of me. I actually printed out, I didn't do anything with it yet, but I printed out like a meal planning thing. Huh? Yeah, because this was this, I probably said this on some podcast at some point where like, okay, so you inspired me so much this one time. So when we went to Tahoe <laughs> and you were driving, and at some point you're like, oh, I think I'm gonna want snacks later. And then you like went to the grocery store and like got them in advance and was like, <laughs> you can do that. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I was like whoa so like this is like still cooking my noodle but like I think the idea so I have these like thoughts where I'm like so there's this place that does really good takeout here and it's on Tuesdays they'll do like pizza salad and a bottle of wine for $38 and it's like delicious but there's no way I'm ever going to remember that or think of it in time and like be able to make that happen unless I just happen to like stumble upon that's why I love Instagram because it reminds me of these things but like I would never be able to do that on my own so that's that's the reason I printed out the thing I'm like well what if I planned like the dates that I like want to get food out because then I could look forward to it and then I would make sure it happened as opposed to just like oh shit that would have been cool to order (laughs) you know no that's awesome I was gonna say I feel like normally I do plan the night that we get takeout and now, one thing I love about all of the app ordering is you can order it so far in advance and it'll just be ready at the time because I will wait too long and then I will want it immediately. Or it's like, oh, right now it's taking 45 minutes or whatever. And you can just have that shit scheduled. I, I do, like when I manage to like put that much forethought in it, I'm so proud of myself. I'm like, look at me. <laughs> God, the Instant Pot can, is also going to change your life with this because say you want to have, I don't know, pasta for three nights, but you're going to change your protein. You can just cook all the pasta in the Instant Pot and have it in your little meal. You know, pasta is not necessarily great leftover, but you get my drift is you can, yeah. you can cook, but that's what I do. I do a bunch of stuff in the Instant Pot on Sunday and my week is much easier. So do you actually end up eating it all? Because I think I have a problem with like, I'll make a bunch and then the next day be like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I feel like that's a separate topic. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is true. <laughs> normally, normally most of it does get eaten, but I'm I'm good with leftovers and I'm good with the same thing multiple times if it's delicious if it is not then I'm less intrigued okay before we wrap this up I have a question for you so 
I've noticed something recently about myself that is like still, I'm still percolating like what it all is, but in the sense that working from home, right? And I'm like constantly on the computer and like, I don't feel like I really like, not that I haven't accomplished anything, but I'm like a physical person. Like I, I never imagined working at a desk. So like, I've noticed that when I do make like a meal afterwards and it's kind of like time consuming and I can see like the end product, I feel like more like I accomplished something, but also like unwind time. You know what I mean? Yeah. So part of me is like, how, like, is there, have you, I'm totally putting it on the spot, but like, are there other ways to do that? Because part of why I like to cook so much is because it has that thing. But then if I have like three nights of instant pot, I look at it and I'm like, no, I want to do something in the kitchen. Like I want to do a thing, but maybe there's something else I could put in place of that. No, I, I can relate to that though. Cause you know, I love to cook. So I do yeah. feel like, and I don't want to just like heat things up in the microwave right. or something like that. So a lot of times it'll be like, I'll still have to cook a component to go with it what? or like, oh, I'm going to make garlic bread to go with it. And I'm going to heat everything up on the stove or a lot of it is more for my lunches breakfasts and lunches in the instant pot that mm. makes it so easy because I do like to cook dinner and have that unwind time Can't and do it there are other ways to do it but I do think that that is I don't know it's very therapeutic plus you can like put a podcast on or you can do something and just like turn the work brain off yeah, I like that idea for lunches because, yeah, like I don't want to be cooking like a fat lunch in the middle of the day. And the other thing sometimes, like, which is not good, but I'll be like, oh, I should make dessert. And then it's like, I don't need 24 cookies. <laughs> like, I don't need that. Um, yeah. And I don't know. I totally agree with you, though, on the cooking. I'm, I feel like you have been cooking up a storm. Yeah. And I think that. Yeah, that's just something new that I noticed when like you're constantly in like one room of your house, it's like fun to mix it up because we don't have the option to like, you know, <laughs> look at any other walls or like even like maybe, maybe with this little calendar thing I should get like what if I sometimes like even going to my parents I like look forward to, you know, if we have it scheduled. So maybe I'll try to be a little bit better about that but like, you know. Yeah. Change of scenery. Like today you were talking about human interaction. <laughs> I know. I actually left the house, talked to someone who's not in my family or that I know. And it was very refreshing. Yeah. It's one of those weird things where like, I really took for granted, like consuming new and different things before all of this, because we're just constantly like, I mean, not constantly, but I didn't realize how much new and different I got until it went away. Totally. And I didn't even know how much I liked interacting with people because I <laughs> am very much like I'm an introvert that can, I can be an extrovert when needed, but like, I'm very much an introvert and, but yet I love connecting with people and it can be the team that I work with, or it can be, you know, friends and stuff like that. But I realized that I like the random interactions, like you know, I do talk to a lot of people on the phone or like setting this up or talking to the contractors and things. 
like today I went to the grocery store and talked to two old ladies in line. And I was like, just filled with so much joy that I had a conversation with someone <laughs> So, you know, quarantine is bringing to light things we just didn't know about ourselves. <laughs> Honestly, what a wild time. It's so weird. And like, yeah, I, I totally agree with you where you're like, you have, well, maybe not all the time, but I do feel like I've had more meaningful random interactions than ever before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very weird. Even with people who don't even know that I'm interacting with them. This <laughs> is uh, creepy at all. <laughs> I was gonna say, now we know that probably half of the Instagram accounts are really just you operating them behind the scenes. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the thing is too, like the other thing, like with Laura Belgrade talking about her thing, and it's not the same at all, but I'm going to take a leap of like the idea that you want to have this dinner party, right? Like with social media, maybe at one day, like you'll be able to have like built kind of this connection with Dax after like, oh, that girl always comments or something. And then like one day you're like, I'm putting together this dinner party and blah, blah, blah. And like, who knows, maybe you'll come. You know, and actually that's something that I, this, because you know, I'm newer to the social media, but I've had a few people that I follow start to talk about how your interaction with them is important. Like your comments are important because that actually, whatever Instagram's algorithm is, but like a like is fine but really it's the comments, it's the shares, it's that type of stuff that's, that really gets them kind of noticed and spread farther. And mm. so it's like, if you do really like someone's comment content, you should comment. And so I've actually been trying to be better. Like there's a few accounts, a couple design accounts because that I absolutely love. And so I really do try to like actually give feedback now instead of just being like this silent person behind the screen. Yeah. Yeah. It is weird, isn't it? Because you wouldn't think like like they anyone was paying attention, I guess. But well that's what are. I was gonna say. I don't give them why why do they care what I have to say or if I'm like, yeah, I like it. Like I would think they give two shits. But yeah. I mean, if it gets me a dinner party with Monica and Dax, I'm I'm in. Dude, you <laughs> will create a like some sort of like weird reverse marketing campaign that like brings them into your web and then we feed them delicious. This sounds really creepy, but like what figure out what their favorite meal is and then we'll okay. like reverse engineer this dinner party like at a place that they're at <laughs> or something. <laughs> it will only be a little creepy. <laughs> the only and then but they'll be so excited because it's like they wow. Will. You knew I love clam chowder? How did you? (laughs) It's true. It's true. Okay. Creepy or flattering? I don't know. I mean, probably a bit of both. (laughs) Uh, Well, hopefully everybody out there got a little bit of something from this amazing ramble sesh. I swear, one of my favorite podcasts, um, I don't get it, when they do ramble sessions, they literally call them ramble sessions. It's my favorite. Like when they have on like experts and doctors and people who are like official, I'm like, don't care, fast forward. I just want to hear you guys chit chat, you know? Yeah. Well, I totally get it. I love it. So hopefully you guys like this. Um, I'm going to, 
hopefully continue. Maybe I'll just make Ali a co-host forever and you'll just always have to be here with me. <laughs> Force me. Be fun. I'll get a better setup so I'm not like in this weird light. I feel like yours is so bright and cheery and I'm like in this dark themed. No, I kind of love it. It's like, <laughs> you're like East Coast. I'm West Coast. <laughs> Yeah, well, thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you so much for coming, and yeah, we'll probably keep this keep this gravy train moving forward. But until then, I don't have a cool way to sign off, so we're just gonna say goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for coming. (laughs) Bye. Oops, wait. Oh shoot, no, that's not right.